<laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. The headline, Mangled His Manhood. Mm. The crazed Queens man charged with fatally stabbing his boyfriend in Harlem hacked up his victim's testicles and tried to disembowel the man. Oh, Ooh. no. Now, this is the way it always goes, isn't it? I mean, like when you move in before you're married and stuff. <laughs> oh, and Jesus. You know, you really, that's why the traditions are so important. And now, a 31-year-old, uh, I guess, uh, Al Home, uh, Mr. Kulik, he was taken into custody after a naked struggle with first responders. It's about 4.25 in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> getting the weekend started off right. He now faces first-degree murder. First-degree murder, unusual charge. Uh, First-degree murder, arson, and assault charges in the macabre stabbing death of 30-year-old Christopher Rodriguez, according to cops. Mr. Kulik, he was stark naked as he waited for first responders to arrive on the scene. 409 East 120th Street. Uh, Now, allegedly scuffling with cops later as he was hauled into an ambulance. The stabbing was caught on building surveillance cameras. Footage allegedly shows, now I guess, which I guess means it did not happen anywhere in private. Wow. In, the, in like the so hallway? That, in like the fucking building hallway? We'll have to just see what they say. Yeah, it must have been, yeah, it must have been a common area. Yeah. Caught on the building surveillance camera, the footage allegedly shows, this is from the New York Post, by the way, mm-hmm. allegedly shows Mr. Kulik uh, uh, dragging Rodriguez into the ninth floor hallway and attacking him. The video shows Merkulik Strike him across the torso and neck with an unknown weapon. God damn. According to the police report, Rodriguez's body was found in the hallway with his testicles mangled. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh. Testicles mangled. Mangled testicles. That's not what you want. You don't want that. No. You don't. You want, you want him anything but mangled. Yeah, mangled is the wrong word. Oof. Oh. It's got, it's, it's just a... That's no, a, a, a but they were they were mangled. You imagine his, his vast deference just like fucking twi- twisted up. And... Oh, no. oh. Those are the little strings that hold your balls. Yeah, just in case you anybody d- doesn't know their biology. Just imagine like twisted around. Just yeah, I learned that word about ten years ago, and I've used it twice. Oh. Uh, now his stomach was partially cut open, multiple stab wounds, trauma to his face and head. So they tried to disembowel him. Now. Really, isn't that what all gay couples are doing to each other I, nightly? I feel like that's just part of, the, part of the usual thing for them. That's part of the usual yeah. routine. There's the, that video with the horse we've heard of. You know, I've never been able to sit through it, but you know, the, a guy has sex with a horse. He, oh, he, he's not the uh, and he's not the giver. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, what was his name, Mister um, Mister Hand. Mr. Hands. Mr. Hand? Yeah, it was called Mr. Hands. Oh, I don't know. Or yeah, it was called Mr. Hands. Yeah, it's called the Mr. Hands video. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want. Oh, it. okay. You don't it's want. It's legendary. I, I, I could not tolerate. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. He I died. Don't... Yeah, oh yeah, he died of being fucked by a horse. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yes. He, he's probably like, you know, Mr. Hands. That's my dad. You just call me <laughs> dead faggot. <laughs> <laughs> You call me horse fucker Joe. Jesus. <laughs> you know? oh, I think, hey, that horse has got some of my body on his cock. <laughs> oh, Holy Jesus. He's got, wow, that is naturally wrapped. That is a natural case oh, in his stomach. Now, the police say uh, Merkulik was blocking the entrance to the crime scene when cops arrived, which is a good strategy. You can hold <laughs> yeah, that for a little yeah, while. Yeah. Just a, nothing to see in here. What do you mean? <laughs> I, he's naked. He allegedly bit two of the cops, uh, bit two Whoa. of the officers. Man, this guy was just, yeah, I mean, that's going too far. 
Oh no! Yeah, mangling your boyfriend's testicles is one thing. You don't you don't bite the cops. It's a long lockdown. You know, I get it. <laughs> exactly. Things the tensions flare, and, and but now temp and but the biting a couple of cops that's that is a uh, it's some Hannibal Lecter shit, isn't it? This is like the bookend uh, to the uh, to the Russian strippers from that we did on the last show. This is like <laughs> this is the, yeah, that's the, just a lot of stabby, you know, same sex. You know, yeah, I I can't wait till the for the Doug Nelson illustration on this one. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Douglas Nelson, who <laughs> did those? He did that really sexy kind of drawing of these two like women fighting, you know, or yeah. whatever. You know, it, it, it's really cool. I'll show it to you in a sec. Uh, you know, it's it's right here. But we'll 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 talk about. It. I can't, I can't wait to see his version of this uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Who I if this is who I think it is, you know, I think that he might have been up in Harlem in the street, you know, uh, if I have that right. Mm. Let me just see if I have that because that is quite a piece of video either way. I mean, whether this is the guy or ain't the guy, it's still quite a quite a guy. Uh, let's see here. I, I know I have this video. It's, this is remarkable, absolutely remarkable. And what a remarkable story too. Mm. I mean, just in general, that is just a uh, yeah. Th- oh, here this is fascinating stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, let me just share the screen share so the you screen. can hear it, let's right? See. Yeah. Let me see here. Ay ay ay. And... Oh. Ay 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 ay. Oh my goodness. Ay ay. Ay. He's got the corona. He's got the corona. He's got the corona. Ay ay ay. The corona makes him loco. Yeah, this is definitely not, not no. uh, the proper mask wearing no, type of. No, he is uh, not social distancing, and he is not wearing the appropriate PPE. No, he's this guy is this guy is breaking several rules. Here he is. He's naked. Loco. He's stark naked. He's wearing a pair of socks. He's yeah. bald. Well, he's got his socks on, and he's just sitting down yeah, in the middle of the just, street. Yeah, all right. yeah, hanging around. He's no, just th- yeah, this has got to be the guy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been oh, a rough got, day. He's got boots been... on. He's got, his bo- he's got, like, work boots on. Oh, he's back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> I think, what the fuck does that car... The car just pulled up next to him and honked his horn at, like, hey, buddy, want to ride? And you know what's funny? I, I believe he starts to... Maybe he tries to run for it, and everybody's like, run. You know what I mean? They're always for the guy running. Yeah. You know, look. What's Which he, is remarkable. He's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. Yeah, outside the uh, Antilana. The the Antilana. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, oh, that's oh, the unknown the weapon, I bet. Oh, here come the cops. That's the unknown weapon in his hand, too. Oh, I see. Did the cops Look just... at that. That's some kind of weird, weird thing he's yeah, got right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to her run. She goes, run. Run. <laughs> run for the border. Corona. Oh, is like, that a flag? Oh, gonna... He's got a Mexican flag. <laughs> This is how impossible it is to get people to stop talking about coronavirus. Yes, exactly. This is happening this is... ten feet away from you, and their and their and the their number one thought is the coronavirus. Oh yeah, uh, these poor cops. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having to deal with this? No. Oh, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, and they're like, you know what? I, didn't that that car pulled up at such an opportune time? Yeah, didn't it? just to sort of block the view block of this guy's little it. weird little dick. Oh my! Non-mangled uh, genitals. Yeah. So at least his testicles yeah. aren't mangled. 
Yeah, they're like, look, yeah, just sit. What are you doing? What are you doing? You don't like the way he's doing it? Guy just crossing the street with a pizza. Like walking right in front of him. (laughs) Yeah, the city doesn't even slow down for this. No, 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 no. You have a few people like holding camera phones and everybody else is just going about their business. Like, like, what is this shit? Traffic. Traffic is not even blocked. No, no, they have not even closed off the street or anything. Yeah, it's it's not even, and it's it's not even like like people are rubbernecking big time. No, but, hey, look at that fucking crazy bald nude <laughs> motherfucker there who is has some kind of weird weapon. I, I I'm assuming I'm assuming that must be the guy, right? It must be the guy. Yeah, I maybe mean, not. It would be if too much of a guy, coincidence. Yeah, because that was also in Harlem, uh, and so the uh, cops reported a serious smoke condition in the ninth floor apartment because here's what happened. Uh, they were. He was blocking the entrance to the crime scene when they arrived. He allegedly bit two of the officers. He was taken into custody and strapped into a stretcher. Well, it didn't so look yeah, like he bit. Maybe all, that wasn't him. Like, no, it doesn't. I, I, he didn't look like he bit those guys. No, maybe that wasn't. No, maybe I don't this think it happened. Was. No, I don't think it was. Think but it was. you know what? That was entertaining. It's Certainly sure was. entertaining. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> cops reported a serious smoke condition in the ninth floor apartment where McCulloch allegedly set the apartment ablaze. Mm. So, he, so he mangled the guy's testicles. He uh, stabbed him, disemboweled him, and then set the apartment on fire, which is really logical. Right. You, know, it's not, you want it's to destroy not, the evidence. It kind of, and which is, it's not going to be good for his insanity plea, though. You know what I mean? Ah, yes, because he's he's clearly premeditating all of this. He is. No, they have a they have a f- yeah. I mean, yeah. But when you start talking about the f- you know b- firing up the evidence and stuff, but right. now you can see here whether or not this is he looks similar, right? He does. I mean, he does. They didn't put that mask on him properly. It's not covering his nose. He might catch corona. You know what? And and that's that's on them if he does too. <laughs> he'll get he'll, he'll get ten million dollars in and uh and and his freedom. He catches but corona I while, he's to in think, co- while he's I in. I tend to. Th- Mm. But don't you tend to think that the guy was naked because they has scrubs right, on? Right, because they put no, scrubs on like him. He's not a doctor. Uh, no, well, not that we know of. Maybe he is. He's a doctor of mangling testicles. It's it's Mister Cullick, not Doctor Cullick. His name is spelled weird. It's M R K U L I U L I C. You know, and I don't know what it is, man. You know why I said Bernardo Bernard mm. so many times in that last episode is because I know how to say that name. Bernardo you know, and Bernard. there's so many names. Bernardo Bernard is very, Easy. you know, that flows Easy off. Down, yeah. yeah. You almost accidentally say Bernardo Bernard <laughs> all the time. This guy, but the names like this do not really like, you know, Rodriguez that I got. He's that guy, man. Boy, he's history. He's toast. He's fucking mangled testicles and uh, disembowelment and I guess burned now. But I mean, they must have stepped in a time. Video footage obtained by the Post shows McCulloch completely naked with a tattooed buttocks and a bloody face as he's carried out of the building by police after the incident. So this is a different naked bald guy who was arrested in Harlem. Good. Hey, look. I mean, there's a, this we have is a, starting to look a lot like New York. Hey, I was going to say, the something's, you know, the, the spirit of the city is coming back. We're, it's, we should be happy about this. We have mangled testicles and naked guys on, you know, whatever fucking road that was in Spanish Harlem. We're only about, we're only about 12 years away from, uh, you know, a law and order type of a mayor, I think. You know, only yeah, about another dozen years of this shit. We haven't gotten a taxi driver yet. 
once once no, we we'll once we hit taxi driver then we're then I would say we're about we're about ten years away at that point. Yeah, yeah, maybe halfway there. Maybe halfway. we have a we've got to get through Mayor Dean or right. Mayor Bean rather, a, a Bean. Mayor Lindsay, right? Uh, and Koch. we got to get through uh, Ed Koch, Koch Dinkins, and, and of course, of course, Dinkins. Yeah. yeah. So all wow. these people, they have to have their turn. That's several. This is gonna be uh, that's uh, been a long fucking time. We're gonna have to. I gotta get the fuck out of here. It's time to go. He It's time to go. Where are we gonna go though? Where are we gonna go? Oh, I, Oklahoma. Or, you got that picked out already. Uh, or or or, or Phoenix. Why or Scottsdale. I don't know. You know what? They I started they I started getting ads for houses in Oklahoma on my like on like my feeds. And I'm like, "You know yeah, what? Yeah. This is this is this is really not bad. I could live in a fucking mansion there for for no money." I should really think about it. It's this. inexpensive. It, it, it's rather it's it's affordable out there. There's it a is, lot of land. You, you get you, very beautiful too, man. You got like some yeah, uh, you know you get you the get dust the, devils out there. Yeah, it's, it's like Roadrunner country. It is. Almost, yeah. It is. And and like, but I really like the desert also. Like I like like Scottsdale or Phoenix. So I've thought about that too. Like I like I like Scottsdale. The desert. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna get as much house. No, for you're your not money gonna be. It's not gonna be inexpensive. But I I would like to. I do like the desert. I do like the desert. And I, I don't like cold weather. Like if it's, it could be a hundred degrees every single day for me. And I'm, and I'm happy with that. So yeah, no, know. then you need to be in a different place. You need right. to be in Vegas or something. Yeah. Vegas though is like, what would I do there? What, what would I, what would I do? Open a strip club? I mean, what would I do in Vegas? I mean, that's hey, you, you probably, you probably become some sort of a uh, degenerate gambler. I would guess. Right? I, you know what? I don't not gamble. many of the locals do that. I have no interest in gambling whatsoever. It has never even been a thing that even, that even slightly sparked my interest. I've never been that's interested. What, that's in what, but that's what proves you're an addict. Ah, that- <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah. You've never even considered gambling. It's never, never placed ne- a bet. Never. And then as soon as I do, it's it's all over. It's that's the end of it. Yeah. The, the, it's, a, the, it's a it's a it's a downward slide. <laughs> uh, now, how about this one? A woman shot her boyfriend in the leg uh, Friday morning in Lower Manhattan, oh. and then hopped into a car and drove away. Oh no! Yeah, so you know she had a getaway all set there. The woman was arguing with her forty-nine-year-old beau near the corner of Platt and Pearl Streets oh, in the shit. financial district. That's where I used to live. Oh yeah, I lived. I lived on Broad. I lived on Broad and Wall. It's three blocks away. I can never find my way around the financial. Oh, I have I a know. doctor's appointment got... or something down there, and I'm like, "Where the fuck am I?" Yeah, I lived there from 1999 until 2012. At like 99 until 2012. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, I li- Yeah, That's I was substantial. Yeah, and the neighborhood changed just completely by in that time. But yeah, no, you got to tell really... me about it. How did it? How did it change? Well, because I was when I first moved it moved in down there. It was like pre nine eleven, and um, it was all like it was a ghost town. Like it was all offices. Like that's all it was down there. It was like was offices and some residential whatever. Um, and everybody I knew was like, "Why the fuck are you moving to the financial district? There's nothing down there." But I liked that. Like I liked that it was in the city, but not part of like a- after seven p.m. It was it was quiet. Like it was like there was no tourists, there was no nothing. And I really, right. really like that. 
And then and during the day, you've got all that yeah. all that action oh, sure. that makes no, it feel like yeah, New York. You're in, right? the ci- yeah. you're in the city. You're five minutes. If you want to go, if you want to go to the West Village, if you want to go to Midtown, if you want, you're five minutes away from all of that. If you want to do that, you're, you could walk it. You could walk. Yeah, you could walk. You could walk to Tribeca. And there's plenty of shit down there during the day. Everybody has to eat lunch. There's plenty of restaurants. Right, of there's like everything's so, down there. It's, it's very it, very nice. It progressively after 9/11, there was the worry that. It was that the that the neighborhood was really going to collapse because nobody would want to be down there anymore. Like businesses were going to move out and all of that. So the city started all of these like residential incentive plans for developers and renters and things like that. That if you sign that if you were a renter and you signed a lease down in the financial district after 9-11, the city gave you a thousand dollar signing bonus and then they gave you five hundred dollars a month for like three years towards your rent. So wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually it was actually based on proximity to ground zero. So the closer to ground zero you were, the more money you got. And then it kind of like, as you got out further, it went from like 500 to 250 to like 150. But if you were down close to ground zero, you were getting $500 a month towards your rent. And it was great. Well, the, now, and here's the question. Did you have to use the 500 for rent or could you use it for, for the cancer that you were getting in your right, lungs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you, you could use it for your, for your, for your chemo and all of that also. But I mean, you know, Fair deal. Yeah. Fair deal. I, no, listen, if you were down there and you got sick, then you got in on the on the 9-11 disability fund and you were a millionaire. But um, well, that's when you really get paid. That's when huh? you really get the money. But at, but with all those incentives, they started building residential and people started moving in. And within five or eight years, it went from being like a sleepy, like ghost town to just being any other fucking neighborhood in the city. Like it just it just like now it's just like any there's restaurants everywhere. People are out 24 hours a day and it's not the same as it was when I first moved down there. And you were there through 2012. So I am guessing that in, uh, that one of the factors was Zuccotti park. Yeah, uh, no, no, it's true. Occupy wall street was, one of the things that I, cause they were camped out outside my, my apartment. Like I was not, I wasn't, I was on the corner of wall and broad, which is to my front door was directly in front of the stock exchange. So like, you know, the stock exchange building with the big American flag and everything directly across the street from that was my, was the front door to my building uh, at 15. Wait, there's the George Washington statue. And then there's the building that got exactly, partly blown up. Exactly. There's the George Washington. Yeah. There's the George Washington statue. That's federal hall. That's directly across the street also. Cause that's, that's looking George Washington's basically looking down. Broad Street, and I was okay. and I was one door down from that, which was the only building that was there, which was 15 Broad Street, and um, towards the Dwayne Reed, right? Tw- right, exactly, exactly. That's exactly. That a tr- it's a Trump building. Is that a tr- near a Trump building? No, next it's one or it, yeah, Trump has a building down there. That's actually a. Um, it, it used to be the J.P. Morgan Chase headquarters, and they converted into condos. Uh, and it was, it's a Philippe Stark. It's called Downtown by Stark. Um, but it's a beautiful building, really beautiful building, but. During the the Occupy Wall Street stuff, because I was right across the street from from the the stock exchange and because so many bankers and stuff lived in that building because it was a very fancy schmancy building, they they camped out in front. I would walk out my door and people would be fucking throwing shit out and they wouldn't do anything about it. They wouldn't do anything, anything, anything about it. And... Damn. Yeah. No, it was, it was very, very, it was, you know, and I called. Yeah. It's enough to make you move right right, there. It's enough to make you move. And I called our representative, uh, whatever her name was, some Asian woman that had her offices just a couple of blocks away. And I said, listen, 
this is fucking crazy. Like, what am, what's going on here? When are you people gonna do something about this? Like, when are you, go and they, and I was like, well, we understand, we understand, it's terrible, you shouldn't have to be harassed and blah. I'm like, okay, I shouldn't have to be harassed, but I am. No, I'm, te I'm telling you yes, this. Yes, right, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this. You're saying what I should be saying. Right, yeah. so it was, it was a very, you know, it was, it was a, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, it, now the neighborhood's still very nice. I mean, it's still it's still a beautiful area, but um, I knew that was, I knew that must be a factor when it was like yeah. right up till 2012. I mean, and then and you're my, gone. And my girlfriend at the time had had a kid, and like you know, she had a place on the Upper East Side. She had a big two bedroom on the Upper East Side, so you know, we were up there. So we had two apartments, so it was just like you know. And that was so out of the frying pan into yeah. I mean, my family. my place was like was like a bachelor pad. Like it wasn't really like set up for kids. Like it was it was a bat. Like I had like a real bachelor pad. Like it was and no way you were going to set it up for kids. No, it's not it, happening. It wasn't. It wasn't even possible to even if I wanted to. It was a big open loft. Like it was like a twelve hundred square foot like big open loft with like yeah. Hey, you could be in there throwing the baseball around. Yeah. No, I know. No, there was plenty of room, but there was no privacy. Like it wasn't like it. You know. No, it was it wasn't it wasn't kid friendly and it was whatever it, you know hey man hey man you know what i hear you <laughs> <laughs> now this woman who shot the boyfriend uh she uh okay so they're arguing right they're right. at the financial district like i said she punched him in the face right and then she pulled out a gun hmm. shot him in the leg before jumping into a nearby gray sedan and wow. driving off medics uh, rushed the victim to uh, bellevue they expected to survive uh, and the cops still searching for the woman Friday afternoon. Well, they obviously know who she is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's they, his no, no question, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, his, it's yeah. his girlfriend, so he knows who she is. So they're gonna go. Yeah, get I mean, her. I, I wonder if he's going to. Uh, I mean, it's not. Really, it's not really up to him. I don't think is it. If to you press shoot, charges yeah, it? if you shoot somebody, that's not like, oh, we really need you to press charges here. Like, if you shoot somebody. I mean, I guess theoretically he could be uncooperative, and then what do they do? You know. But still, yeah, yeah, I, I guess mean, that's true. But no, at the same time, you know, you yeah, shoot somebody, you're gonna, you're to gonna be, in, you're gonna be in trouble one way or the other. Yeah. So uh, she shot him in the leg, Lower Manhattan. Um, as I look at these other, they, something about this is from the New York Daily News, and I'm looking at the uh, some of the other headlines up here, you yeah. know, and and it's really like. It's always very interesting, and and I it's you know he didn't want to see him on the street. Mom of butchered son says, oh, okay, so I, I have to press that and see what the fuck. Mom of butchered son says he uh, he took in his he took his un he took in his suspected killer out of compassion. This uh, would be Rodriguez, I'm guessing. Okay, Christopher Rodriguez, the demonic death of Christopher. This is the dead guy. This is this is mangled balls. Oh, that's mangled um, balls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh well, wow. yeah, that's a, that, that was not a match. That was not a love connection. That was not a love connection. No. Oh my goodness! And by the way, Twilight actor. I don't know anything about Boyce. There, Tyree Gregory Tyree Boyce found dead with girlfriend at age thirty. Nothing to do with that. Just mm. so he settled on death. Um. Uh. It says. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop sharing the screen so I can read it and surprise you. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, now now we'll be able to go back to normal. The, 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 the demonic death of Christopher Rodriguez on Saturday's testicles chopped off, his stomach ripped open, his neck slashed. Woof. Oh. Came because longtime friend Aljo Merkulik. Okay. He needed his. That does not flow. Needed his help. 
and wanted his love. Ugh. His longtime friend needed his help and wanted his love, according to the victim's mother. Ugh. That's a 47-year-old Jacqueline Perez. Yeah. And that's what she told Daily News. Now, this guy settled on death. McCulloch settled on death, authorities charged. They have a video of my son being stabbed in the neck and the torso out in the hallway when he ran out to get help. Oh, okay. He had cut so off. He, got it. He had cut off. He had cut off my son's <gasps> private parts and cut open his stomach. The detectives told us that. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wait. So wait. He so wait. He yeah. cut off his balls and then he ran out of the apartment to get help. So that's is that the chronology of this? That that they had argued. He cut off his balls. He tried to escape and then he stabbed him. Or or was he stabbing him and then like as the coup de grace decided to cut his balls off? You know the way she's saying it now, according to that she's quoting detectives. Now the the other story did not say that precisely. You know what it said, and this right. is in uh, and this, this is you know today's newspaper here right. uh, that I'm reading out of. It, it says that uh, uh, that he could be seen dragging him out into the hallway. I believe. Uh, stark naked as he waited for first responders. Stabbing was caught on. Says he uh, allegedly shows him dragging Rodriguez into the ninth floor hallway and attacking him. Mm. striking him across the torso and neck with an unknown weapon. Mm -hmm. And his body was found with his testicles mangled, which is different from cut off. Right. Uh, but, I, you know, maybe, the, you know, you have like a, an earlier edition, a later edition. They've talked to the mother at this point. He had cut off my son's private parts, cut open his stomach. He took him in not even a month ago. He took this guy in not even a month. He moved in during the pandemic and uh, gave, gave him a place to stay. Don't ever take anybody you. in. I think the moral of these stories are yeah. don't yeah. ever take anybody in. I mean, that's don't what happened. That's what happened in. with those fucking girls, the the hookers from Russia. She took her friend yeah. in. She was having a hard that's time. A, you're right about that. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. She was like, she was in from LA and you know, having you know, a hard like, time. Stay, stay, stay. And blah, blah, we'll blah. catch up and you know, be hookers together. And uh, I, although that murder is considerably sexier, this yes. one's got a lot more blood. Oh, that wasn't even a murder. No, was it? it was an attempted murder. She, because it was, yeah. you know, because it's women and they don't do that stuff the right way. So it was, if it, you know, yeah. the men got the job done. They got it done. I mean, they got it done, and and and, and in a very, uh, <laughs> you know, a gay way. You in know a, what I mean? Straight in, a, the, in an extremely he, gay way. Yes. So my son helped him out with the money. With money, it says on Mother's Day, she recounted both Rodriguez, thirty, and McCulloch. They visited her at her Queen's home. Both of them, uh, Aljo wanted wanted to be romantically involved, but my son didn't feel that way about him. She mm. doesn't know what sparked the crazed bloodbath. Well, you just answered right. your you own just, question. I think we know she. You can't blue ball McCulloch. I mean, uh, <laughs> nobody really knows what went on in that room. She noted. Okay. Well, <laughs> Perez said that her son knew Marcullick since high school. My son had seen him uh, homeless, and his mother threw him out for cursing her out. Yep. He he didn't want to see him on the street. So this is a friend from high school. He's known him since high school, and he's like, hey, you, oh my God, you got thrown out for cursing, mm. at, cursing out your mother. I bet you there was more to that I was story say, than a... There's probably a little bit more happening there than merely... Cursing out his mother. That's that's just yeah. my that's my theory on that. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna completely uh, verify, agree, cosign plus one. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> let's see, but she said Mercolic wasn't an actual resident of her son's ninth floor apartment. Hmm. This was at the Acadia Gardens Housing Development on East 120th uh, 20th Street near First Avenue. So this is up on the east mm -hmm. uh, in East Harlem, East Harlem there. 
he wasn't supposed to be there at all. My son wasn't supposed to have anyone living with him. He'd come in at night so no one would know he was living there. And according to uh, neighbors at the Upper East Side building where, uh, where this guy grew up, McCulloch, the killer, and uh, where his mom... His mother was the super there uh, at the building where he grew up. Theirs was a chaotic household after the mom kicked out the father of McCulloch and two siblings. So she kicked out the father, then she kicked out the son. Mm. I wonder if the father cut anybody's balls off. But he was into chicks. Ah. From the time they moved in here, uh, when, when Aljo was, Aljo was about, uh, is it Aljo or Aljo? Probably Aljo. Aljo. Yeah, it was around three. There was always something going on. This is Bruce Higgins. He was very mild, friendly, helpful. Uh, one of the uh, he's very mild, friendly, and helpful. Uh, out of the three children, probably the nicest one. Huh. Wow, shit! I wonder how they turned out. Yeah, I was gonna say, Christ, Jesus they, Christ, he's the nice one. They're already yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's mangling. Nice one. He's mangling balls. The ball mangler is the nice one. You don't you don't want to meet the other two. You, I think ball mangler would be a, a perfect. Yeah, yeah, they will do shit to your balls that you have never heard of. There's not even words for it. Around 4.20 a.m., uh, Ball Mangler ran out of uh, Ball Mangled's East Harlem apartment after setting a blaze and wildly bit an officer trying to get inside. Firefighters entered. They found him butchered. And, uh, yeah, now the Ball Mangler is at Bellevue under psychiatric evaluation. Those officers who got bitten should know that my son and his friend were HIV positive. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wow. Oh. Let's up the ante. Oh, my God. Corona times a trillion. I mean, but I feel My like son. according to, you know, New York or general common, you know, whatever. Now, HIV is nowhere near as bad as coronavirus. That's not even ballpark oh, anymore. I, like coronaviruses. That, that, that would be terrorism if he had gotten coronavirus. But HIV, true. you know, that's, that's the politically correct disease to have if you have hiv no, you know that's, no longer a death sentence no yes. longer a death sentence then again a death sentence these days not a death sentence either mm. uh so my son was openly gay she Ugh. said he never had any problem with that neither did our family she said her son was always bright and optimistic about his future even with the hiv oh, something Jesus. else isn't it she said my son has had the virus since he was 14 he got what? hiv at 14 the fuck Wow, that is pretty young to have to deal with that, isn't it? I mean, okay, hmm. this kid. Okay, he must now, have got it from the dentist. He got it from the dentist. There are, yeah, he got it. There, there are a few pieces to this puzzle that are sort of falling into place here. I don't yeah. think this boy was thrown out of the house for being for cursing out the mother. I, ball mangler. I, yeah, ball mangler. I mean, I think that these two were probably teenage gay prostitutes. This is going to be, this is go, This is a, more prostitutes, you know, getting stabby with each other. This. And you're right. They would not mention that if that was the case. No, they would no, no, not no, no. That. Because a 14 year old doesn't, even a gay 14 year old, if you're just being gay with your 14 year old friends, you're not getting HIV. Okay. A 14 year old gets HIV by, doing things with older men who he is likely charging money to, especially we're talking about people, you know, people here who are not of means. These are not wealthy yeah. people. We're talking about no. housing projects and things like that, you know, things like that. 
And and he was clearly an underage gay prostitute and got AIDS. That's my okay. that's that is that and, is and, and, yeah. And if he was just dating some guy who was in his forties or his twenties or whatever. I mean, look, then there might be a. It would be gentle, maybe. And, I and mean, this is, I'm imagining the the gay prostitute's life is not is, a particularly gentle. It's not a gentle sex. Yeah, no, life. exactly. And and you know, just the trajectory. You know, if he was just have, if he just had an older boyfriend, that would be something else. Also, it, number one, it would make him less likely to have to get HIV, but not compl- obviously not completely. But because gays are not monogamous, but. Um, the, the 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 fact is that the trajectory, the anger that he has, the fact that he was on the streets and things like that, and that he and that it ended up with him fucking cutting somebody's balls off, that is the that is the action of somebody who has been sexually traumatized throughout their life, akin to a guy who has been an HIV positive you know, male prostitute since age 14, you know, that's that, that, that all adds up there. Now I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Sexual victimization. It will lead you to cut somebody's dick up. We saw that with the, uh, Ronaldo Sebra, uh, murder of, uh, uh, whether the guy's name was, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a, a, a big uh, television sure. personality down in Brazil. Sure. And, uh, Ronaldo Sebra was an underwear model. And he was much younger than the guy. He was 22. The guy was in his 60s. And mm-hmm. the guy wasn't, Ronaldo Sebra, he wasn't really gay. He was going along right, he with was it going along the money, it. the right. fame, the acclaim, all that stuff. And uh, Carlos Castro, that was his name. Carlos ah. Castro. Oh, yeah. I and uh, Ronaldo Sebra used that fucking corkscrew to just fucking go to town on this guy's sack. Yeah. And then he took his balls and made a bracelet out of them. What? And wore it around. Yeah, for good luck. So that's wow. an old story, okay. but a very interesting and similar one because he would feel sexually victimized as well. Yeah, yeah. So that, that this this sort of the pieces of this, even though nobody's coming out in the story and actually saying it, the, the, that's where the pieces of this, you know, come together. Well, to, tell me if this makes any difference. He graduated. <laughs> his son did. Now this is a balls mangled. He graduated from, uh, I guess, Lehman college five years ago uh he was a business major okay he was supposed to start a new job working at chase opening accounts for people but then covid19 oh the covid no so I that's mean, yeah that this this killed him covid killed him he was, this is he a covid was, death yeah, it's a covid death he, this none of this an indirect happened. covid death yeah, yeah okay so good Mayor at least at least we got to the, at least we got to the bottom of that another covid death yeah um it's but, another covid death but yeah i mean you know it does it does all add up you know that that this one that these guys were were friends since high school. They were likely you know since they were both HIV positive, they were likely hookers together. You know male prostitutes together from the time they were teenagers. The and they one, both still managed to graduate. Yeah, ball mangled. I, I think um, probably got his shit together a little bit more. You know, got out of that life, went to college, yeah. got a job. You know, as a te- as a bank teller or whatever it is that he's that he's going to do, and offered help. Ball mangler offered offered help to Ball Mangler, who had likely hit rock bottom from you know continuing to prostitute himself and was homeless and yada yada yada, and uh, 
you know, because he feels like he has some kind of, you know, simpatico for him because they both came from the same place and had been through similar experiences. And, you know, hey, if I can pull myself up and whatever, then, you know, Ball Mangler can also. And, uh, yeah, and, and, right, it, yeah. and, you know, I believed in him. It makes yeah, sense. And, it yeah. Didn't, and, and so, and so the cursing out that he did, that, that, that Ball Mangler gave his mother was probably more like, listen, bitch, if I want to suck cock at Port Authority, <laughs> yes. if I want to turn tricks under bridges, yeah. I'm going to do it. I and wouldn't she's be like, surprised not, if drugs, my, not under my roof. I mean, drugs probably had what to do with it all. So I'm going to get, cause they, all these guys are on fucking meth and everything. You know, I, I I'm going to, I'm there, there's obviously more to this than, than what's in these stories. But yeah, this is, it it adds up. I mean, this, this the profile that is that I that I sort of see here, you know, adds up. That's a that's a really that's an excellent. Uh, that, that's why you're here, Thomas Paladino, Th- you know, because you see the the story behind the story. story behind and the story. never is never is that more necessary than you're reading the story from the New York Daily News. <laughs> exactly. The New York Daily News. Your lying girlfriend of newspapers. That's right. <laughs> uh, Perez says everyone, everybody loved my son. So I guess you're right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if they had twenty five dollars, they did. Uh, he always went to parties to dance. So he's always taking care of animals. He would even feed cats in the street. Oh, okay. well, what a nice guy! What a nice, what guy. a nice. Yeah. I feel bad that he's dead. It sounds like he sounds like the guy had a. Uh, I mean, he was always very optimistic. It sounds like Ball Mangler here is the villain of the. Of, sure. He, he's the bad guy. Yes, Ball Mangler <laughs> is the bad guy in this. The the. the the, the villain mangled balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, and with that, uh, I want to remind you guys that this is available as a video uh, podcast on Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. You can't get it otherwise. If you search for me there, you won't find it. You have to go to Patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. A few dollars a month. You know, never has it been more welcome than right now. All my friends are there watching this stuff and listening to the classic crime reports as they come out as well. So you get about four extra podcasts per month at the $5 level. Who wouldn't want that? What's $5 a month? You, maybe you're essential. Who, as, as far as I know, you know, uh, podcasting is just as essential as it's always been. And uh, I, I enjoy the opportunity to speak to you in this format uh, talking about New York City crime and uh, keeping it about, you know, some of this fucking sick shit that's happening in this town. Uh, you know, uh, I, I did, there's other stuff to talk about, Thomas, as always, but we got to go. So, uh, you know, I'll see you on Thursday. Looking forward to meeting with Joe Murray. Yes, sir. And, and, and discussing uh, this lawsuit that mm-hmm. Blush Gentlemen's Club support Comac, because you know that's where there was some, uh, also some protesting there. Yeah, that got covered by that sort of very girlish reporter. Yeah, he was who, terrified. Uh, that 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 man was tra- he is traumatized for life. He's like, I cannot believe the hostility towards the media. It's like, Go I think it maybe towards the media, and in part, it's also you personally. You know what I mean? <laughs> you seem like a it's, dick. <laughs> yeah, you're, you just you're, seem like a bad person. <laughs> Thank you uh, one more time, Thomas Palladino. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.